0: Welcome to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Today is Tuesday, December 14th, 2021. Let's take a look at today's charts. At number one, we got BTC at $46,843.70, down 3.91%. Ethereum number two, $3,767.95, down 5.29%. Binance Coin number three, $522.96, down 5.93%. Tether at number four, $1.00. Solana, number five, $153.68, down 8.47%. USD coin, $1. Cardano, number seven, $1.22, down 6.02%. XRP at number eight, 78 cents, down 4.05%. Polkadot at number nine, $26.19, down 9.07%. And last but not least, Dogecoin at number 10, 15 cents, down 4.49%. Let's take a look at the Crypto Fear and Greed Index. (coughs) Extreme fear can be a sign that investors are too worried. That could be a buying opportunity. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. So what we got today is extreme fear at 21. Yesterday was fear at 28. Last week was extreme fear at 25. And last month was greed at 74. Let's take a look at our five articles today. Article number one is small Ethereum investors increase exposure as ETH loses 4K level. Article number two 2022 might see Doge, Shib fall, but the real winners will be. Article number three Bitcoin crashes through point of no return milestone. Article number four why the three biggest cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Binance coin, plunge today. And last but not least, Article number five, NFTs explained why people are spending millions of dollars on JPEGs. All right, so before we get into the articles, just want to say thank you so much for all your continued support. If you're listening to the podcast, catch me on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Dave's Daily Crypto Take. And if you're on the YouTube space, please like, share, and subscribe. It does help me out greatly. All right, let's get into it, guys. Article number one is... Small Ethereum investors increase exposure as ETH loses 4k level. The number of Ethereum addresses holding less than 0.01 ETH and 0.1 ETH has been climbing since early November against an ongoing price correction. Ethereum's native token, Ether, has dropped by over 18% after establishing an all-time high around $4,867 on November 10th, now trading near $3,900. Nonetheless, the plunge has not deterred retail investors from buying the token in small quantities. According to data gathered by Glassnode, a blockchain analytics platform, the number of Ether addresses holding less than or equal to 0.01 ETH reached a record high level of 19.95 million on December 4, the day ETH dropped to as low as $3,575. Meanwhile, the number of Ethereum wallets with balances of at least 0.1 ETH also kept climbing despite Ether's correction from $4,867 to $3,575, eventually hitting a new all time high of 6.37 million on December 12. As a result, the number of Ether addresses with a non zero balance also reached a new record high of nearly 70 million on December 12. In contrast, addresses holding less than or equal to 1 ETH dropped alongside prices, indicating that they were less interested in buying Ether. sessional dips. So is there a bounce ahead? The army of retail investors buying Ether in small quantities marches ahead as the ETH price drops toward a support confluence. Notably, Ether plunged Monday by over 5% to near $3,900 in a sell-off inspired by similar corrections across the cryptocurrency space. Nonetheless, ETH price reached an area that has been lately attracting buyers. The first support came from the lower trend line of the descending channel pattern, the black range shown in the chart above. Meanwhile, the purpled 100-day simple moving average and the red pullback area, as it has been seen since October 20th, raised Ether's potential to retrace upward in the near term. While smaller retail investors seem to have been accumulating Ether, their larger counterparts look conflicted. For instance, Glassnode data shows a marginal recovery in the buying interest by the Ethereum wallets with balances of at least 1,000 ETH. Still, overall, their numbers have gone down from near 7,200 to below 6,350 in 2021. Exchanges Ether balances, more upside cues from uh, Ether's declining balances across all the crypto exchanges. The number of coins held by exchanges recovered from nearly 14 million ETH to 14.13 million ETH since December 9, which coincided with an almost 10.5% drop, but its long-term trend remains skewed to the downside. A lower ETH balance across exchanges hints at traders' intention to hold their coins or stake them in pools of decentralized finance projects to earn yields instead of trading them for other assets. DeFi's total value locked sits at a new all-time high above $250 billion, according to data provided by DeFi Llama, out of which Ethereum's TVL came out to be over $180 billion. However, Ethereum's dominance over DeFi activity has taken a big hit in H2 2021, reminded Delphi Digital, a crypto-focused investment firm, adding that, quote, As the multi-chain narrative plays out, capital has moved to ecosystems like Solana, Terra, and Avalanche. High gas fees has been the main reason behind investors seeking potential Ethereum killers. For instance, a decentralized exchange swap costs $70 on Ethereum, but $1 on Terra and Solana. Although some analysts anticipate that Ethereum's full transition from proof-of-work to proof-of-stake next year would solve the high gas problem. Ethereum's price will rise at a much faster rate than Bitcoin due to the move to proof-of-stake, noted Tom Higgins, CEO at asset management platform Gold High. So what do you guys think about this article? Small Ethereum investors increase exposure as ETH loses 4K level. Comment down below and let me know what you guys think about it. All right, article number two. 2022 might see Doge Shib fall, but the real winners will be... As 2021 comes to a close, certain crypto themes are expected to gather momentum and steam. In 2022, according to Messari's latest report, in fact, quote, crypto, or the recently on vogue Web3, is an unstoppable force in the long term. So Metaverse and Web3, economist Natasha Che agrees with Che recently opining that mass adoption of Web3 tech is only starting. Institutions are going big on Web3 services and the metaverse space. According to another report, SK Square Co, the investment arm of Korea's oldest conglomerate, is accelerating in the sector. A statement made by the managing director, Hu Suk-jun, suggested, quote, our business needs to evolve into the metaverse. However, at the moment, Web3 might not be enjoying the kind of appeal that DeFi did throughout the year. The question is, will that change come in the coming year? As per reports, Web3 Ventures do not currently have a lot of paying customers, but that can soon change to a multi-trillion dollar opportunity, according to ARK investor founder and CEO, Kathy Wood. In an interview with CNBC, she said, Metaverse is a big idea that will probably infiltrate just like technology is. Anyway, every sector in ways that we cannot even imagine right now. On that note, Brock Pierce, chairman of the Bitcoin Foundation, believes that we can expect a battle between crypto native metaverse and once launched by gaming and corporate entities like Meta. This message actually resonates with many crypto enthusiasts. Actor Keanu Reeves too recently commented that Meta's metaverse will not support innovation, as he explained that in the concept is older than Facebook. Frontrunners well, apart from Web3, Che also predicted that blockchain gaming, proof-of-stake L1, L2 platforms, and cross-chain solutions will be winners as we approach the new year. She added, "Good thing is, crypto hype has drawn many game design talents into the space. At least some of their work will start bearing fruit in 2022. Watch out for serious players like Gala Games." Billionaire entrepreneur Mark Cuban is also psyched about new and unique crypto applications that can replace existing business processes. So who are the underperformers? Another area of interest for 2022 is meme coins. Dogecoin miners surpassed $1 billion in revenue recently, despite its sideways price action. Meanwhile, Shiba Inu had fallen by 34.2% in a month at the time of writing. The resilient uh, community can likely continue meme investing over the coming years. However, Che believes that the sector might underperform in 2022. She concluded, quote, like GameStop, these tokens disproportionately benefited from stimulus checks, monetary loosening, as those forces reverse and inflation lowers. Discretionary cash spend for small retail investors, market cap rankings for Doge and Shiba may have to drop. So what do you guys think about this article 2022 might see Doge SHIB fall, but the real winners will be what? Comment down below and let me know what you guys think. All right, let's keep on going. Article number three, Bitcoin crashes through point of no return milestone. Bitcoin has just hit a significant milestone in its history, even as its price drops. The supply of total Bitcoins in circulation is capped at $21 million, Uh, sorry, 21 million, and we have now hit 18.8999 million Bitcoin currently circulating on the network. As of Monday morning, according to blockchain.com, this is 90% of all Bitcoins. The very first Bitcoins were mined on January 9, 2009. That means it has taken 12 years for Bitcoin miners to hit the 90% mark. According to Coindesk, despite there now only being 10% left, the remaining supply of Bitcoin is not expected to be mined until February 2140. Based on uh, network activity estimates and uh, Bitcoin's having schedules, Yahoo Finance reports that Bitcoin was being traded for less than $0.10 when 10% of the supply was mined in early 2010, and traded for $7.50 when 50% of the supply was mined in December 2012. At the time of writing, Bitcoin is trading at $46,923, having declined substantially from its peak of $69,000 earlier this year. As the world's first and most famous cryptocurrency, Bitcoin has led blockchain technology revolution since the beginning. Bitcoin blazed a trail when it uh, initially broke into popular consciousness in 2017, and in the years following it, consequently afforded all other cryptocurrencies the possibility of succeeding in its wake. Bitcoin relies on miners who, Coindesk explains, continually process transactions, and validate blocks in a process broadly referred to as mining. Such participants provided their computing resources and hardware to solve millions of complex calculations on the Bitcoin network, each second receiving Bitcoin as rewards. According to Coindesk, miners currently receive 6.25 Bitcoin for each block they mine, which would drop to 3.125 Bitcoin after next halving in 2024. It's also worth noting that not every Bitcoin will be available on the open market, even when the remaining supply has been completely mined. According to Decrypt, 3.7 million Bitcoin are probably gone forever due to Bitcoin sometimes being lost, burned, or just plain forgotten by its owners. Decrypt also reports that Bitcoin's creator, Satoshi Nakamoto, may have mined around 1.1 million BTC in the first few months of its existence, writing that since then, it appears that Satoshi hasn't touched his stash, indicating he or she, they, it, cannot or will not move these coins into the circulating supply. Bitcoin is down 6.36% today and down 25% over the past month. Bullish investors are still pointing out that there is typically always a slump after an all-time high. While bearish investors are taking a step back after individuals like big-wig investor Louis Navalia have recently warned that things like Federal Reserve tapering could see Bitcoin fall to $10,000 US per Bitcoin, a stinging decline of 80% from its all-time high set last month of almost $70,000 US. So what do you guys think about this article? Bitcoin crashes through point of no return milestone. So comment down below and let me know what you guys think. All right. Let's keep on going, guys. Article number four. Before we get into that, just want to say thank you so much. And I've been looking at the analytics and I've seen people from America, Canada, UK, France, Germany, and also in Asia, such as uh, Philippines, Indonesia, Malaysia. Thank you so much for your continued support. Please, again, if you have any friends or family that want Unbiased Crypto News, catch them at Dave's Daily Crypto Take and send them to the podcast, whether it's Apple, Spotify, or Google. Other than that, thank you so much. Let's keep on going. Article number four. Why the three biggest cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Binance coin, plunged today. When the big dogs lead the way, others follow. So what happened? Today's price action in the wide world of cryptocurrencies has been broadly negative. Indeed, when the three largest tokens by market capitalization, Bitcoin, down 6.17%, Ethereum down 7.96%, and Binance Coin are all down, the market tends to follow suit. Over the past 24 hours, these large-cap tokens each lost 3.5%, 3% and 5.1% respectively as of 9.30 a.m. Unsurprisingly, the overall crypto market was down 3.6% over the past day, driven largely by these moves. So what? These three tokens combine approximate roughly two-thirds of the value of the overall crypto market. Accordingly, when this cohort sneezes, other cryptocurrencies tend to catch cold. Such appears to be the case today. Today, it was reported that Binance has removed its application for a Singapore exchange. Additionally, Binance announced plans to completely remove its trading platform from Singapore by February 13 and focus on other markets. This has proven to be a big blow for Binance and overall sentiment in the crypto space as various global blockchain hubs continue to crack down on crypto in recent months. It should be noted that this news follows high-profile regulatory crackdowns in China and India for Bitcoin mining and crypto in general. Investors appear to be remain on a true respected, increasingly hawkish global regulatory environment surrounding the crypto sector. Last week's congressional uh, grilling of crypto executives provided that the latest regulatory concern given that the U.S. has been viewed as a re- relatively safe haven for these digital currencies. So now what? Make no mistake about it, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Binance Coin reflect the broad sentiment of investors in the crypto space. Generally speaking, These top cryptocurrencies are the primary beneficiaries of capital inflows into the sector. Accordingly, those looking at how the crypto market is doing on a given day generally need to take a peek at how these top cryptocurrencies are performing for a relatively decent idea. There are more than 12,000 cryptocurrencies out there right now, each with its own catalysts and headwinds. However, the headwinds being felt by these three top cryptocurrencies appear to be bleeding into the most cryptocurrencies today, with a sea of red forming this morning. So there you guys have it, why the three biggest cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Binance coin, plunge today. Comment down below and let me know what you guys think. All right, let's take a look at our main topic today. It is called NFTs explain why people are spending millions of dollars on JPEGs. People are spending millions of for a reason, regardless of how weird it seems. What, if anything, could convince you the image above is worth $9 million? What you're looking at is an NFT, one of the first ever created. It's part of the CryptoPunks collection, a set of 10,000 NFTs released in 2017, a time when much of the world was still finding out what Bitcoin is. Most likely, you've already rolled your eyes, either at the $9 million figure or at the very idea of NFTs themselves. The response to non-fungible tokens hasn't changed much since March when they first started exploding. The public at large has reflexively uh, dismissed them as environmentally harmful scams. The bigger the sale, the more brazen the injustice. Which brings us back to the above-pixelated chap. Its owner is Richard, an affable Canadian software developer. He started building cryptocurrency software around 2013, but eventually tired of it after discovering NFTs earlier this year. Richard bought CryptoPunk 6046 on March 31 for $86,000 in what he said was the biggest purchase he'd ever made in his life. Richard, who has over 80,000 followers on Twitter last month, claimed that his CryptoPunk was priceless to him and wasn't for sale no matter what the price was. The very next day, his determination was tested when an offer came through for 2,500 Ether, or $9.5 million. It was made not because Richard CryptoPunk is worth that amount. Similar NFTs now go for about $400,000, but rather because his bluff was very publicly being called It was a challenge, but it was still a legitimate offer. If Richard clicked accept, 2,500 Ether would have followed and flowed into his wallet. Richard rejected the offer. Well, obviously, the day before I said, I'm not selling it for any price. So if I sell it for that price, I'd be going against my integrity. Richard told me over a Zoom call, on top of that, I've used this CryptoPunk as my profile pick as my brand. Everyone knows that's me. Not too long ago, Richard's explanation would have sounded insane to me. How divorced from reality would someone need to be to offer eight figures on a picture that looks like a Fiverr job? How scandalously misguided would a person need to be to rebuff that offer? After I spent a few months researching and following NFTs, however, it doesn't surprise me in the slightest. In fact, it makes a whole lot of sense. There are 10,000 NFTs in the Board APOC Club collection. Here are three examples. The middle one is owned by Jimmy Fallon. So, Bitcoin millionaires. Here's one quick fact that explains why NFTs are bought for the equivalent of a CEO's salary. Bitcoin is estimated to have made over 100,000 millionaires. It's no surprise that NFTs became a phenomenon in March. That's when Bitcoin hit $60,000 up over 500% from just six months prior. When you see a headline or a tweet about some preposterous sum being spent on an NFT, it's easy to become bewildered over how absurd that purchase would be for you. What's easy to forget is that very expensive things are almost exclusively bought by very rich people. And very rich people spend a lot on status symbols. So take Board Ape Yacht Club, for example. It's a collection of ape NFTs, all with different traits that make some rarer than others. Rare ones have sold for over a million bucks, but common variants go for around $200,000. At the time of launch back in April, BAYC developers sold the NFTs for $190 each, Payc, owned by the likes of Steph Curry and Jimmy Fallon, is what you'd call a profile pic collection. The main purpose of the image is to be used as your display photo on Discord, where most NFT business goes down, or on Twitter, Instagram, or wherever else. To recap, $200,000 minimum for a profile picture. In isolation, that's insane place it on a spectrum of how wealthy people spend money and becomes less staggering you can right click and save a jpeg so why spend money on it well you can buy a nice house in a safe neighborhood almost anywhere in the world for 1 million dollars yet celebrities regularly snap up 20 million dollars mansions you can find a fashionable dress for under 500 dollars. yet brands like chanel build their business on selling ones for 20 times that amount we accept that rich folks buy extravagant items offline. It is so inconceivable they would buy extravagant things online too. In the real world, how do people flex their wealth? Said Alex Denaveni, an analyst at Cryptocurrency Research in firm Delphi Digital. It can be buying cars or watches. How scalable is that versus if I buy a CryptoPunk and use it as my profile picture? Obviously, status symbols aren't specific to the rich. All of us indulge in some way or another, be it buying a $20,000 new car when a $7,000 used vehicle will do, or buying a $30 t-shirt when Walmart sells basics for under $5. What most status symbols have in common is that they have a specific audience in mind. The banker sporting his Rolex and the chief executive stepping into their Bentley don't care that I think either of those purchases is excessive. They have a small but powerful group of people they're trying to influence, so too with NFTs. In the case of Richard, he runs his own business, Manifold, where he helps show digital artists like people how they can use blockchain technology to make art that could (coughs) only exist as NFTs. Being a part of the most sought-after NFT collection helps those in circles, and when he says his brand is built on his punk, he's not exaggerating. A group of investors even named their organization after him. Anybody who owns a crypto punk believes certain things. Richard explained, either you've been in the community for a long time, so you believe in what these are, or you've paid a lot of money to get in, which shows conviction. I want to show my conviction, this is one of those projects that make you put your money where your mouth is. So a bit of trouble, NFTs are polarizing, there's a small group of people who believe in the underlying technology, tokens that prove ownership of a digital good, but there are many who regard it as a hoax. Just as the second group struggles to see any value in NFTs, the first group can sometimes be defensive about the technology's imperfections. And make no doubt about it, there are a lot of issues with NFTs. First is the confounding inaccessibility. There's a reason software developers tend to do well in crypto and NFT trading. Setting up blockchain wallets and other required digital apparatus is difficult. Even just buying and selling can be perilous. Send money to the wrong wallet address by accident, and it's gone forever. Then there are fees. Imagine you're interested in dipping your toes into non fungible waters and you have $1,000 you're willing to lose. If you're minting a new NFT during a public sale, you'll usually spend between $120 and $400. Not too bad until you factor in the transaction fees. Most NFTs are built on the Ethereum blockchain, which is notoriously inefficient. The more people using Ethereum, be it through trading altcoins or buying NFTs, the higher the fees. At a good time, you'll spend about $100 per transaction. Though double or triple that amount is common, suddenly the $1,000 doesn't go very far. <clears throat> this is especially troublesome for NFTs, which are infamous for causing gas wars. It's possible for 100,000 people to buy Shima Eden coins at once since there are a quadrillion in circulation. But when 10,000 people try to buy an NFT, it results in a massive spike in transaction costs as some users outbid each other to speed up their purchase. It may only last a minute or two, but a lot of damage can be done in that time. People spending over $10,000 on a transaction fee isn't rare. People losing $1,000 on a failed transaction isn't either. Ethereum's inefficiency also contributes to the other major criticism of NFTs. The massive amount of energy they consume. <clears throat> Note that this is something of a semantic issue. NFTs aren't bad for the environment as much as Ethereum is. Other networks like Solana use a fraction of the power. Ethereum developers are expected to implement an upgrade next year that will make mining it consume 1% the energy it currently does. At this moment, though, while no one can say precisely how much energy Ethereum consumes, we know it's a lot. Bitcoin despite getting all the headlines is even less efficient than Ethereum, which is why almost nothing is built on its blockchain. And finally, there's the fact that most people trading NFTs are doing so to make a profit. Scams are everywhere. The prices are volatile. Most of the people who create, buy, and sell NFTs are ignorant or uninterested in the technology. <clears throat> if there is a technological leap taking place, it's likely to be obscured by the dizzying price movements. i call it a bubble, Jen Navini said, because the amount of speculators that are entering the market is outpacing genuine creators. But a bubble can pop and leave something better in its wake. Think of pets.com. It had a peak valuation of $290 million in February 2000, but by November of that year, as the infamous dot-com bubble began to burst, it had already closed shop. It's used as a cautionary tale for speculative trading in bubbles, but the impulse to invest in pets.com evidently ended up being justifiable. The particular venture was misguided, but the e-commerce trend it was flicking it at was legitimate. 7-figure pixel art may not be forever, but proof of digital ownership, which is what NFTs are really about, may be. So, a big 2022, where NFTs will end up as is anyone's guess. And anyone who claims to know is probably trying to sell you something. What we do know is that the amount of people buying NFTs is almost definitely about to grow. It's estimated that around 250,000 people trade NFTs each month on OpenSea. The biggest NFT marketplace in the short-term, Coinbase will soon open its own NFT marketplace, for which 2 million users are on the waiting list. Robinhood has similar plans. More importantly, giant companies that already make money outside of the crypto space want in. Niantic, the company behind Pokemon Go, has just announced a game in which players can earn Bitcoin twitter and the company formerly known as facebook plan to integrate nfts into their platforms and epic Games says it's open to doing so too envision a world where instead of buying skins in fortnite you buy an nft for those skins that you own meaning you can trade it for outfits and weapons in other games or sell it once you're done with it epic said it won't integrate such a mechanic into fortnite but that may not stop competitors Richard reckons the flood of people soon to enter the NFT marketplace will create a broader diversity of digital products sold for the different audiences. Your neighbor might not want to spend $200, much less $200,000, on a profile picture, but maybe they'll be willing to spend $10 on a -a one-of-a-kind skin or on a product in Facebook's metaverse. But though the space may change, he remains confident that CryptoPunk 6046 is safe for a while yet. Even if every NFT falls, he said, uh, CryptoPunks will be the last one. So what do you guys think about this article? What we have here is NFTs explain why people are spending millions of dollars on JPEGs. Comment down below and let me know what you guys think. All right, let's take a look at the prices one last time before we head out. Bitcoin is at $46,871. Ethereum, $3,768. Binance Coin, $523. Tether, $1. Solana, $154. USD Coin, $1. Cardano, $1.23. XRP, $0.79. Cents. Polkadot, 26 dollars, And last but not least, Dogecoin at $0.15. Cents. So there you guys have it. Thank you so much for making it this far into the podcast and YouTube video. Again, this is Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Catch me on Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcast. And if you're in YouTube space, please like, share, and subscribe. Other than that, please have a great crypto day and I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.